Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Welcome to Morning Mass here at St Bride's Church in Cambus Lang. Uh, this is the funeral mass for the repose of the soul of Elizabeth Gregson. Welcome to her brothers who are here with us, to Daddy Jim, to her daughter Sally, and to her son Stephen, and to their spouses, Ian and Debbie, to the grandchildren, to family members and family friends who are here with us. In normal circumstances, as you would know, there would have been many more people here with you, but because of the restrictions, they are unable to be present here in the church. But they send to you, I'm sure, today their sincere condolences, their good wishes and an assurance of their prayers. Today, the loss of Elizabeth weighs heavily on this family. She was greatly loved and will, of course, be greatly missed. I'm sure it's difficult now to imagine your life without her. You can't weigh weigh, or measure uh, what a person means to you in your life in material terms, but you most certainly know it in your heart. Today, we gather here in this church to say farewell to Elizabeth, and we are so thankful to God for her life and all that is meant to many people, her kindness, her generosity, the love and the affection that she showed to so many. Surely today all will feel blessed by her presence in their lives. Today, as we gather here in this church uh, to offer this Mass, 
We thank God for the blessings that we know come to us in our life. But for our sins, we ask to be forgiven. I confess to Almighty God and you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask Blessed Mary, ever Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant, Elizabeth, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Please be seated for the readings. A reading from the first letter of St. John. Dear friends, let us love one another since love comes from God and everyone who loves is begotten by God and knows God. Anyone who fails to love can never have known God because God is love. God's love for us was revealed when God sent into the world his only son so that we could have life through him. This is the love I mean. Not our love for God, but God's love for us when he sent his Son to be the sacrifice that takes our sins away. Dear friends, since God has loved us so much, we too should love one another. No one has ever seen God, but as long as we love one another, God will live in us and his love will be complete in us. The Word of the Lord.
A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Be ambitious for the higher gifts, and I am going to show you a way that is better than any of them. If I have the, all the eloquence of men or of angels, but speak without love, I am simply a gong booming or a cymbal clashing. If I have the gift of prophecy, understanding all the mysteries there are, and knowing everything, And if I have faith in all its fullness to move mountains, but without love, then I am nothing at all. If I give away all that I possess, piece by piece, and if I even let them take my body to burn it, but I'm without love, it will do me no good whatever. Love is always patient and kind. It's never jealous. Love is never boastful or conceited. It's never rude or selfish. It doesn't take offence and is not resentful. Love takes no pleasure in other people's sins, but delights in the truth. It's always ready to excuse, to trust, to hope, and to endure whatever comes. Love does not come to an end. The word of the Lord. Please stand. With you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still and trust in me. There are many rooms in my Father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you, and after I have gone and prepared you a place, I shall return to take you with me, so that where I am you may be too. You know the way to the place where I am going. And Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Such a lot of illness Elizabeth had in her life. Many struggles just to be well again and 
simply to keep going. She showed great courage over the years in enduring ill health, great resilience, great perseverance and great patience. It would have been so easy to give up, to lose heart and to stop fighting. But she always had a strong spirit and a great desire to go on living. That final illness, uh, she seemed no longer to have the strength to continue the many battles that she had simply to hold the ground. She was no longer able to hold it. There is, of course, a day and an hour for all of us, and that day itself is unknown to us, a day when our strength will simply uh, slip away. We believe that in that moment it's an ending, but it's also a beginning, an ending to the mortal life, the beginning of an eternal life. The God of kindness, mercy and generosity that we know so well in this life will not abandon us, will not leave us, will not forget us. His desire is that we should come to the halls of light where the door is open, the table is set and the place is ready for us. His love, as we know, doesn't die for us. It is eternal and goes on forever. And he would not want to be separated from us. None shall be lost and all shall be saved. We know that in our life too, that love itself doesn't die. Your love, your affection, your respect will never die for Elizabeth. You'll never stop caring for her, never stop loving her, and never stop thinking about her. St. Paul, in the reading that we've listened to, reminds us of this today. Love does not come to an end. Love remains. Your love, your care for Elizabeth will remain all your earthly lives. At the end of a person's life, life simply goes on for the others. But it always seems a lot less without that person that we've loved. But they would wish us to live a life that was full, certainly on the solid foundations that they have taught us, their good example, and maybe also their wise words too. So it has to be. Just a few words today about Elizabeth's life. She was born on the 28th of November, 1946. Her parents were Sarah and Daniel Conley, and she was the oldest of the children. She had three brothers. She has three brothers, Danny, Jim, and John. She was born, of course, uh, and brought up. In, she was born and brought up in the east end of the city. Baptized, made her first uh, Holy Communion, and confirmed at St Anne's Parish. Denison. She was married to Keith Gregson at St Mungo's Church in Gathamlock. In her early days, she worked in the Curley shop in the east end of the city in Deniston and would, of course, go on to work at Hoover Plant here in the town. She also worked in a chemist shop in Warrington. She was a good mother to her children, and when her marriage broke down, she ensured that they were both well provided for in every way. 
She was talented and good with her hands, especially when it came to crocheting. She especially loved music and did her favourites that she was eventually fortunate enough to see in concert up close. She had great love uh, for the grandchildren, Amy and Cameron and Monica and Michael and Ryan and Callum. She was kindly, affectionate and thoughtful towards them and we'd be proud of the special moments that were their life. The children, I'm sure, would like me to say of their gran the special love that they had for her. She always encouraged the children to respect their parents and reminded them that their mother was always their best friend. She had a great respect for her faith, always, and would it be at Mass in all weathers. She took charity seriously and would be very generous to different causes. She had a great love for her saint, Saint Anthony, uh, and would do, I suppose, what was a constant novena to him throughout her life. She was exceptionally proud to have met Pope John Paul II on her birthday in the year 2001, which was a great, maybe the greatest highlight of her life. She had great love also for animals, and especially Kiki, a chocolate Labrador, uh, it seemed to love her as much as she loved it. She was everything for the family over these years. She was their strength, their support, and their guiding hand. In life, she has been a much-loved and respected person, and all who have known her will miss her very much indeed. When we think of our life, we realise how blessed we are in family and in friends. The joy, the contentment, the love, the support and the friendship that they bring to our lives is exceptional. Especially in days like these, we realise how much that person in our own family or amongst our own friends has brought to our lives. We could never pay them enough. We could never thank them enough for all that they have done for us and all that they have meant for us. But we realise also, don't we, that this is just exactly how God himself has created us, to receive love and to give love. And when we love, we are never far away from him. Today we come to this church to say farewell to Elizabeth, but also to count, the, count if possible, the blessings that many people have received, surely too many to count. May God grant her peace at the end of her life. May he reward her for all that she has done and all that she has been. May he grant her heart's desire to reach the end of the journey and enter into the halls of light, which is the place that God wishes us to be. May she know eternal rest, great peace, great joy at the end of life's journey. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all. Oh, Lord, my 
Dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant Elizabeth, we beseech your mercy that she who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour may find in him a most merciful judge who lives and reigns forever and ever. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, for even though by our own fault we perish, yet by your, your compassion and your grace, when seized by death according to our sins, we are redeemed through Christ's great victory and with him called back into life. And so with the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on earth, and before you without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Please be seated. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them what the dew fall so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity 
together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember Elizabeth, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she who is united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Please stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Please be seated. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. a few words to say to you about the Holy Communion today. Uh, instead of coming forward as you would normally do, uh, the Communion will uh, be able to receive uh, where you stand. So if you'd like to receive Holy Communion, then I'll, I'll invite you to stand and to, to hold out your hands for Communion, not to receive it on your tongue. Uh, uh, if you don't want to receive Holy Communion, but maybe you'd like to receive a blessing, then just to place, uh, again, just to stand and to place your hand on your breast and just as I pass by I'll give you a blessing instead of Holy Communion. If you don't want to receive Holy Communion or a blessing then I just ask you to remain seated at this part. So if you'd like to receive Communion or uh, receive a blessing please now stand.
understanding. Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant that strengthened by it, our dear sister may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Oh. 
star of the sea. They 